0: We We have sin that is rampant around us. We have sexual sins. We have immorality, gossip, backbiting. These are sins. So we're born in sin, we've inherited that sin,
1: and we also sin. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the author of Why Life Hurts and co-author of Evangelism Made Simple,
0: This is Jim Scudder and today Day as we celebrate Labor Day here in the United States, Uh, we are going to continue in a series of messages that I preached at what we call Celebration Sunday. These are messages that are geared toward the lost, and today we're going to talk about celebrating redemption. Uh, We're going to get into the Book of Ruth, and I just love that story. I know uh, my wife especially loves it because it's a love story, and but it's a story of the beautiful picture. redemption, that uh, we're all in need of redemption. And in ancient Israel, I'll talk about this today in my message, you, you could redeem in three ways. You could redeem from bondage, Redeem from poverty, and redeem from the dead. We'll explain those three acts of redemption and how this applies to the book of Ruth and how it applies to all of us and the kinsman redeemer that has come and paid for our, our bondage and our poverty and our, our death uh, uh, in sin, and that is Jesus. And uh, we're excited today as we can celebrate redemption and what God has done for us because we all are sinners. We've all sinned. We've all come short of the glory of God. And uh, that's absolutely without dispute. We're also going to talk about a brand new resource that we'll send to you. Now, it's not brand new, but we haven't talked about this for a long time. This is a really wonderful series that I was able to get the story of one of our 9-11 rescuers. Now, I know that you probably remember where you were on September 11th as next Monday we'll be remembering that day again, but we were able to interview Staff Sergeant Dave Carnes. He was a Marine retired, but I guess there's no such thing as a retired Marine because he went right back to duty that day on September 11th and found two people alive in the rubble of the World Trade Center. And him and I went there. He had not been back there in 20 years. And one of the firefighters that was part of the rescue joined us and he had not been there for 20 years. And to see their emotion, to see the beautiful fountains that they had created in the museum, uh, and to hear his story, the story of of rescue and salvation was profound. And this is a video uh, series that I'd like to send to you. I think this will be moving for you or maybe send it to someone, maybe send it to a first responder. Uh, because they're putting their lives on the line for us every day and thank them and say, Here, here's a video for you I want you to watch because the gospel's on here. And you can get this when you make a gift of any amount to In Grace. And if your gift is over $50, I'm going to send you five videos. All having to do with either America or uh, like uh, astronaut Charlie Duke is on one of these, uh, and of course, Staff Sergeant Dave Karn's story. So, you want to get the entire bundle. We're calling it the Patriotic Bundle, and we would love to send that to you. Contact us by calling 1 800 78 GRACE or go to ingraceradio.com. And uh, we would love to send that to you. You can also write to us here at Ingrace. The mailing address is Ingrace, P.O. Box 9. Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Uh, One other thing that I'd like to mention, InGrace is a television program, not just a radio program and a podcast. If you'd like to watch InGrace television, uh, we are on YouTube and that's free. Uh, Every day, you can go to YouTube, search for InGrace. When you find us, uh, click on subscribe, get alerts, and like the videos. And when you do that, uh, it helps our algorithm. YouTube will show this video to more people, and more people will hear the gospel. So look for InGrace on YouTube, and we're also on Roku. Does it seem like our world is changing? Does it seem like our world is getting better? It doesn't. It seems like our world is just going more and more out of control. I have a personal story that proves my point. Although it's anecdotal, it's still true. Uh, We used to have a lot of respect and decorum when it came to funerals. I remember, though, in more recent times, preaching a funeral for a wonderful woman And a young man's cell phone rang in the front row, and this was the grandson of the deceased. And I thought to myself, I can't believe he left his phone on or his ringer on in a funeral, especially for his grandmother, and then he answered the phone. (laughs) I couldn't believe it, and he was talking on the front row, and I was thinking to myself, if that's not your grandmother, you have no business answering that call. I was at another funeral sitting there, and somebody leaned over to me and says, do you know the Wi-Fi password? I said, have some respect for the deceased. And he said, is that all one word? (laughs) Our world needs redemption. Desperately. Desperately. You say, what is redemption? Redemption is a word that you kind of know what it means, but it's a word that means to pay a price to buy something back or to set free. And you say, well, why does the world need redemption? The reason the world needs redemption is because our ancestor, all of us are related, his name was Adam, he mortgaged the world on our behalf. When he sinned in the Garden of Eden, three things happened that require redemption. He mortgaged not only his possession, which was the garden and the earth that he had to rule over. He also mortgaged his freedom. And now he is in bondage. And he also mortgaged his life. So now he had to face death, which is interesting to me because the word mortgage actually means death pledge. Did you know that? If you look at the etymology of the word mortgage, mort is death, pledge, gauge. How many of you have a mortgage on your house? A mortgage is something where a creditor loans uh, money and the borrower signs a death pledge. You're pledging to repay that, and what happens is they take the title. The creditor, they hold the title to your property. If you think you own a house and you have a mortgage, you don't. And I'm not against mortgages, by the way. I've had many in my life. I currently live in a parsonage, which is wonderful. Uh, Mortgages, you're required to pay back the money plus interest. And if you don't, then you will not get that property back. They will take possession of your property. So what Adam did in the garden was he signed willingly a Mortgage and that sin has affected all of us. The whole world is still in bondage. The whole world is, is still doesn't have what we rightfully should possess, and the whole world is under a death penalty. The Bible says all have sin. It says in Romans three twenty three, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Do we have that verse to put up there. Romans three twenty three, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Look at that, all. You say, well, I, I, I'm a pretty good person. Are you trying to tell me you've never sinned? Are you trying to tell me you've never done anything wrong? And you say, well, I've never killed anybody. You know what Jesus did? He said, if you have hatred in your heart towards someone, it's as if you've murdered them. In the spirit of the law, you've committed murder. And we can go through the whole list. Yes, we all have sinned. And by the way, sin isn't only those really heinous, big, terrible things. There's also sins that you commit without even realizing it. It's called a sin of omission. It's you not doing something that you should do. God may want you to go help someone and you neglect to do that. God might want you to give a kind word to someone and you neglect to do that. That's sin too. All have sinned. We have sin that is rampant around us. We have sexual sins. We have immorality. We have sins of the tongue, gossip, backbiting, talking about people. You say one thing to their face, another thing. These are sins, and all of us have sinned. So we're born in sin, we've inherited that sin from our ancestor Adam, and we also sin. So all of us, the whole world is under this death pledge, and Adam had negotiated with the lender, which was Satan, and he got a really bad deal. He actually got nothing in return, but he got everything taken. So we can't even pay our own redemption. We have nothing to offer God. So we are all in the same position. The whole world is in need of redemption. You're probably not going to believe this. My sermon today is going to be short. But I just want to, in these few minutes, convey an important truth to you. And that important truth is this. Yeah, there's really bad news and all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, which is separation from God for eternity in hell. I hate to even say that, but that is the situation. That is the truth. That's true for every person. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Therefore, we're hopeless. Therefore, we need redemption. But praise be to God. The Bible talks about this person called the kinsman redeemer. The kinsman redeemer in the Bible, in the Old Testament, was a male near relative that could redeem a person in three ways if he were willing and able. Let's look at those three ways that a kinsman redeemer could redeem someone in the Old Testament. The first is we find this in Leviticus 25, 48 is you could redeem someone from bondage, from slavery. Some people in the Old Testament would have something happen or they would live in such a way that they would get into debt that they could never repay. And so the custom of the day was you had to sell yourself into bondage to that person as a repayment of that debt. But now you're in bondage. You need a redeemer and someone could come along and redeem you from that bondage. They would have to pay the price that you couldn't pay in order to buy your freedom. But you needed to find that male, willing and able near Kinsman.
1: This September, we remember the lives lost and the bravery and strength that emerged from the ashes of 9-11. Let us come together to honor the heroes and acknowledge the courage of those deeply impacted by the tragic events of that day. Experience the incredible story of a heaven sent rescue, an emotional tribute to a 9-11 first responder. When you give any amount to In Grace this week, Jim Scudder will personally express his gratitude by sending you this powerful video. And for a generous gift of $50 or more, you'll receive InGrace's entire patriotic bundle, including four more incredible video series. To take advantage of this exceptional offer, call 800-78-GRACE. Go to our website at ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com.
0: We know that in the Garden of Eden, there was a person that bought Adam and Eve and all of our freedom. His name was Satan. and Satan subtly deceived Adam and Eve, and they were brought into bondage in three ways, physical, spiritual, and mental. We are all in bondage. You say, no, I'm an American. I'm free. Well, I celebrate freedom, and I celebrate this country, but even in America, we all still are in bondage to sin, to death, to the devil. The second way that someone could be redeemed in the Old Testament was to be redeemed from poverty. Not only could you sell yourself into slavery, before that, you would sell everything you had, your land, your possessions, and you would forfeit that because of your debt, And you had to, obviously, be able to repay that. And if you couldn't, someone could come that was a male near relative that was willing and able, and that person could buy back that property or that possession and buy you or redeem you from poverty. And then there's a third way that an Old Testament person could redeem you, and that is to redeem from the dead. Now, I'm not talking about... Someone could redeem you literally from the dead. But in the Old Testament, it says in Deuteronomy 25, 5 and 6, that if someone didn't have a child and the husband died, that a male kinsman, a near relative that wasn't married, could come and should come and redeem that person's name, the family name from the dead. You know, and this was a terrible thing, especially in that day, even today. It's a hard thing for a woman to deal with not being able to have a child or not having a child. You know, I thank God that he can provide grace in your life if you're facing that or if you face that. And I say, trust the Lord in all of those things. He knows what's best for you, okay? But either way, you're still under that wish or that guilt of, I wish I had that child. And they really wanted it because carrying on that name was so important to them. It was as if God had erased them from the history of the nation of Israel if they didn't have that child to carry on the name. So that third way of redemption was to redeem that person's name from the dead. So we are all under the same three penalties. We all have the death penalty because of Adam's sin. We need redemption from the dead. We all are in debt. We are in poverty. When Adam sold, mortgaged the universe to the devil, he also mortgaged the Garden of Eden. They were to rule this planet, and they neglected to do that, and so they were in poverty. And then, of course, we know that Adam and Eve and all of us were also sold into slavery, and we are under those three things today. That's why the world needs this kinsman redeemer. Now, if we want to learn about the kinsman redeemer, there's one place that we turn in the Bible that really illustrates this beautifully, and you women... Especially if you love love stories, if you love Hallmark movies, you're going to love Ruth. You're going to love Ruth. Turn over to Ruth chapter 1, and we're going to just real quickly go through this amazing story. This was a story that Benjamin Franklin at the Infidels Club in France, as he was an ambassador for the United States, he brought the book of Ruth to the Infidel Club, changed the names, and read them the story, and they were so amazed as they would often read literary masterpieces, and they were so into that and excited about it. And when he got done telling them the story of Ruth, although they didn't know it was Ruth, they were amazed, and they said, that is a literary masterpiece. And then he says, what I just told you was the story from the book of Ruth. (laughs) Obviously, the infidel club wasn't too happy about that. But the book of Ruth is a beautiful example of this idea of redemption or this kinsman redeemer. Ruth 1, verse 1 tells us, in the days when the judges ruled, so this is early on in the Bible times, there was a famine in the land, so this is the land of Israel, a certain man, we know him as Elimelech and his wife Naomi, Bethlehem Judah, by the way, do you know Bethlehem? Judah, that's Bethlehem Ephratah, that's also a place where Jesus was born, right? So we're going to come back to that. This is the big circle that we're talking about today. But because of this famine, they went to the country of Moab, which is just next uh, country over across the Jordan River, he and his wife and his two sons. And uh, some terrible things happened over in Moab. Elimelech died. Their two sons had married Moabite girls, and then the two sons died. So now we have Naomi, who is a widow. And by the way, being a widow in that time was really bad. Really, really, really bad. You're basically going to be living a life of poverty, more than likely. There was a stigma to it. And not only that, but her two daughters-in-law also were widows. They were from Moab. They weren't Jewish. They weren't Israeli. And Naomi said, you know what? You guys stay here, and I'm going back home to Israel. And then we find this interesting person by the name of Ruth, and she says some beautiful words. And let's read those words in Ruth 1.16. Ruth said, I entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people. Thy God, my God. Where thou diest, I will die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me. And more also, if aught but death part thee and me. That's beautiful. That's amazing. This girl from Moab really loved her mother-in-law, Naomi. So we're introduced to Ruth, and Ruth was a woman that was a woman of faith. She had heard probably of Jehovah, heard of the miracles, heard of the God of the Jews, and she says, I want to go with you. I want to be where you live. I want to die where you die. That's a beautiful example of godliness and virtue. And so off they went to Bethlehem, And by doing so, Ruth would live as a stranger. Some of you know what this is like. You've lived in a country that is not yours originally. That means you have an accent. That means that you look maybe different, or you have different customs, or you like different foods. We celebrate those things in our church because we believe that God created all of us, and Jesus died for all of us. We're just one big family. We're one big human family. There's no difference. All have sinned. Jesus died for all people. It doesn't matter where you're from or what your accent is. And Jesus really elevated the stranger and the soldier, didn't he? He really elevated people in the Bible like the Samaritan. We still call that person the good Samaritan, don't we? The Samaritans were really looked down upon by the Jewish people. but so were the Moabites. And we'll pause it right there. We'll pick it up tomorrow. Learn more about Ruth and redemption. And let's remember those that are uh, foreigners uh, let's I, and I know the debate and I and I understand it and uh, and I think we need to be careful with who we let in our country and protect our borders I believe in that but I also believe if someone's here let's treat them with respect and kindness and love and 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 the Bible was full of that that's what God wants us to do to to uh, help those that are helpless and and uh, and, and do that as much as we can, certainly. Uh, right before we go today, uh, we'll pick this up again tomorrow. Don't miss our Tuesday edition of In Grace as we continue to talk about celebrating redemption and the story of Ruth and how all of us are in need of redemption from bondage, poverty, and death. Let me mention another rescue that took place. This was on 9-11. We're coming up on another anniversary of 9-11 next week. And I was able to interview and go to these locations in New York at the World Trade Center where the ground zero was with a man that went into the rubble and went down below ground and rescued two people. There were two Port Authority police officers found alive and he found them and was part of the rescue. David Carnes, he told his story exclusively uh, to us at InGrace, and we are the only ones that have produced the full story on video. So we're going to feature that on Friday here on the radio on In Grace, but we also want to send you the DVD or digital download of his incredible story. We're calling it A Heaven Sent Rescue, and this would be a really good video for you to share with a first responder and the Gospels on this as well. So how do you get it? Well, if you make a gift of any amount, to this ministry, your money goes to making sure more people hear the gospel. It doesn't even come to me. I don't take any salary from In Grace. My church gives us a salary. So we're very careful with money here. But when you invest in grace with a gift of any amount, Let me thank you by sending you a Heaven Sent Rescue, the dramatic 9-11 story of Staff Sergeant Dave Carnes. And then if your gift is $50 or more, I'm going to send you what we call the Patriotic Bundle, which includes the Heaven Sent Rescue video series, as well as four other videos that have to do with America or great Americans. You're going to really love all five of these videos on the patriotic bundle. And uh, I think that you'll be blessed as you watch all of these or share them. Uh, Again, it can be DVD or digital download. And uh, a lot of people might not even have DVDs anymore, but you can send the link or get the link for the digital download and there's an unlock code there and then you can watch these right away on your phones or on your computers or even smart TVs. Uh, Speaking of smart TVs, many of your TVs will get YouTube. They have a YouTube app on your TV. And I do this at home, I watch InGrace on YouTube. So what I do is search for InGrace, that's the first thing you do on YouTube, search for InGrace, one word, InGrace. And then when you find us, click on that and then subscribe. When you subscribe, then you're gonna have a list Of all of your subscriptions and InGrace will be there. If you check get alerts, it's the bell button, click that. And then every time we put a new one up, which we do once or twice a week, uh, you're going to get a notification. And then you can click it on your phone or, or on your TV or on your computer. And then you can also like each video. If you watch it, you like it, click like. And the reason that we want you to subscribe and get alerts and like it is because YouTube then, as it sees more people that are engaging, they send the video to more people to watch. And then the gospel goes to more people. So it's actually a way of evangelism. And uh, we would love for you to get hooked on InGrace on YouTube. We also are on Roku. So if you have Roku on your TV, search for InGrace there as well.
1: Let us come together to honor the heroes and acknowledge the courage of those deeply impacted by the tragic events of 9-11. When you give any amount to InGrace this week, Jim Scudder will express his gratitude by sending you a heaven-sent rescue or for a generous gift of $50 or more, get our entire patriotic bundle, including four more incredible video series. Call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.